Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I am Dean Maldonado, and with me is my faithful companion, Michael Johnson. Hey. Hey, Dean. How's it going? We were just talking about demons. Yeah, we were talking about demons and a bunch of other shit. Um, Man, you really got to get on that Patreon stuff if you want to hear what we were talking about earlier. It's a bit, it's a little too hot for uh, for iTunes. It is a bit too hot for iTunes. So are a lot of things. Yeah, but, you can't swear in the titles. Really? That's what I heard. Oh goodness gracious! I'll yeah. uh, I'll tone down my my uh, expletives for this yeah. episode. We're doing an all clean thing this episode. Yeah. So uh, why don't why don't something. I introduce our topic for everyone? Um, this man has been in the news recently. Ooh, for ooh, let me guess. A few different things. Um, Michael Jackson. No, surprisingly not. R. Kelly. Once again, surprisingly not. Is he a musician? I'm sure he's made some music at this point, but it's only sweet, sweet, sexy music of bodies. Ooh, okay. Whoa, bodies? Okay. Bodies uh, bumping and grinding. Oh, man. Is this, are we doing more murderers? Because I want to talk about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what? This man is actually a lot closer to uh, Jeffrey Dahmer than I'm sure he would like to admit. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are talking about not Jesus Christ. Sorry to oh. burst that bubble. Oh, We're talking it. about Justin Pierre Trudeau. Who the fuck is that? He is the Prime Minister of Canada. Currently, oh the, oh the PM, yeah, I hear there's a new election is not going well or whatever. Well, he he literally changed the entire way that they structure their elections to try no. and make it work better for him. It's like uh, you can only vote for someone named Justin. Yeah, you have to have three first names. <laughs> uh, Damn it! Wait, fuck. Trudeau is a first name? No, but I'm sure you could name someone Trudeau. I'm gonna name my kid Trudeau Johnson. No, Adolf Hitler. Oh, Adolf Hitler Johnson. Yeah, nice, very American. Tough name. Yeah. Well, so Justin Trudeau is the son of Pierre Trudeau, who was um, the longest, uh, I guess he's the second longest running prime minister of all time. He was the 15th prime minister and served for 15 years. Jesus. Wait, yeah. there's only been 15 prime ministers? Justin Trudeau is the 23rd. How many presidents have there been? Like 47. 40? Uh, Canada's, wait, I'm confused. Whatever. They don't. They don't serve like a standard time. They really serve until they either step down or they get re- replaced in an election. Yeah. The only other way that you can actually take the MP out of their seat is if the Queen Regent herself removes him. Damn. So. And maple syrup. Somewhere. That is true. Yeah. If the maple syrup gangs come after you, you're fucking out of there. That, that's actually interesting. Did you hear about that? There's like a. There's, there's like actually a, maple syrup gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do know about this. It's like a whole like. We can cabal. do an entire episode. Yeah, that's a really good and one. We should. That'd be a sweet episode. It would be sweet. <laughs> a little sticky. Uh, so his father did a lot in 15 years, uh, yeah, including making bilingualism, so Eng- hey. English and French, oh. uh, officially part of their constitution. Well, that's embarrassing. And created the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Now that does sound good, but critics That sounds evil. <laughs> critics often accuse him of, you know, economic mismanagement, um, really centralizing Canadian decision making to himself instead Corruption. of to the people. So yeah, kind of corrupt. Yeah. And um Does it run in the family? Is that is that blood? Well, it was kind of fun. Justin Trudeau was uh, born on Christmas Day in nineteen seventy one. Oh Jesus baby. His parents, Pierre and Margaret had only been together for about 10 months at this point. And <laughs> Margaret was kids. 22. Oh. Pierre was 58. That's pretty sexy. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, so Justin is actually the second child in Canadian history to be born 
while his father is prime minister. Oh, really? What? Yes. Yeah. That sounds so odd. It just never really happened. Well, yeah, it's true. Um, like, his, uh... his first public appearance was at one years old. His parents threw a gala, and Richard M. Nixon, the president at the time, toasted the, quote, future prime minister of Canada, Justin Pierre Trudeau. Nixon said this? Yeah. What was he like at, at ESPN? He was toasting a one-year-old. He had ESPN, though, right? Like, in the head. Like, he just knew. He might have been. Uh, okay. But so then the Justin's father, Pierre, responded. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. His, his, his father responded that if his son were ever to assume the role, he would have the, quote, grace and skill of President Nixon. Oh, wow. That's a real If only he could have known, yeah. you know? How he, many late, how many years late? Was it like two years later that he that Watergate, Watergate happened? Scandal? Yeah, around around two years after this. And then he like resigned and then Gerald Ford, or no. Yeah, Gerald Ford at the time was like, you know what? I'm going to let him, I'm going to forgive him. And then they brought him back as president. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what's even funnier about the whole thing? Yeah. Is that, uh, (laughs) so, if Pierre knew what what Nixon was up to and actually compared it to what Trudeau is doing now, it's not very dissimilar. Um, What's it called? The Laval Gate or whatever? (laughs) We'll get to that later. The Laval Gate. Um, So... Justin Trudeau's mother was a lot younger. She was known to be like, you know. 33 years younger. Yeah, I know. She was known to be kind of like a hippie, and um, she loved doing drugs. She loved having sex. Yeah. She uh, loved going to Cuba. Like, it even talked, like, there's, there, she had sex with the entire Rolling Stones. Nice. Um, like, a shit ton of politicians, including um, the less pretty Kennedy. Oh, Teddy Kennedy? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that. She fucked Teddy. That like everything up to this point sounded was like pretty cool. Like this is a pretty cool lady. Well, I guess she was. Except for the Ted Kennedy. Thing. Yeah, I know. Like, but he's a Kennedy. You gotta give it to her. Yeah, when you're um, when you're knocking it out of the park so much, right? you're just like you don't remember your fifty fifth home run if you have five hundred, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh and so actually by the time that Justin was five years old, his parents divorced. Oh. Uh, and in that same year, his father stepped down as prime minister. Probably for the best. He's like eighty at this point, right? His dad? I wasn't paying attention when his dad. His dad's pretty old at this point. Um, okay. I think his dad dies around 2000, 2001. Oh, 9-11. Crazy. He was in the plane. But so, you know, they, they wanted Justin to have a normal life, so they sent him to public school. What? I know. Oh, it's, it him, is Canadian public school. It, it really is. I imagine it's still it's, nice as fuck. Yeah, um, you get your own pencils. You don't even have to bring your own supplies. They and so, you know, Trudeau used that as like a... I'm very down to earth. Uh, I don't remember my dad as prime minister. I remember him as my dad in the woods when we would go camping. Oh, my God. This sounds like an evil bastard. Yeah, he kind of is. Uh, he went to McGill University and got a uh, an educational bachelor's after McGill uh, at UBC, University of British Columbia. Damn. Uh, Represent UBC. He practiced debate where he actually met the man who would become his principal secretary, uh, which is like the senior age of the PM. Yeah. This man, Gerald Butts. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Richard Nixon for a second. Nah. Funnier name. Gerald Butts. Butts. Yeah. Uh, what's he doing? Gerald Butts? He's, yeah. He's the principal secretary. Oh, what's I don't even know what that means. Like, he's like effectively the right-hand man to the PM. Oh, shit. I thought that was like, uh, Mr. Trudeau, uh, somebody, call, your 8 o'clock is ready. <laughs> no, that's his actual secretary. Oh. Uh, Ted, uh, he actually 
while while they were at um while they're at UBC together, they went down to America to for a debate team, and they actually debated against like Ted Cruz and a bunch of other future politicians wow. in America. Crazy. Um, and then he went and started a uh, master's degree at McGill in environmental geography, which is bullshit. Oh. Uh, and so he immediately dropped that degree and went on to seek public office. Now, yeah. in 2000, at an event that uh, his family created for a fucking charity that his family created because his brother died in an avalanche. Oh, so this is avalanche charity? Yeah, it's it's really just like safety and winter sports. Well, like, uh, you're going to die sometimes, charity. Yeah. Like, like Hey, the, watch out for that really loud rush of noise. Yeah, like the uh, look out for falling rocks sign. It's just like, yeah, like okay. Sometimes you, you can, die. Sometimes. <laughs> what am I looking for? Roll the dice. Oh, yeah, that one is getting bigger. Shit. Uh, um, like More like turn back and go home sign. Uh-huh. That one's actually a circle, not a triangle. Oh. But... So they're at the avalanche thing. So they're at the them. avalanche. Uh, it, it was a, it was a big like money raiser, uh, money money funding event. Yeah, money philanthropy laundering. event. Oh, philanthropy. Um, okay. And so they had a music festival, where music it was reported fun. by a woman who is a reporter for one of the most major national papers of Canada, yeah. that uh, Justin Trudeau came up to her and just straight up just like groped her Whoa. and like started trying to make out with her and shit. Uh, and in a response to this, the next day, yeah, Trudeau said, this is a quote, if I had known you were reporting for a national paper, I never would have been so forward. Oh, Jesus. He literally was like, hey, yeah, I did that, but, um, yeah. I didn't think you mattered, yeah. so, oh, I you're guess, just one whoops. of those <laughs> stupid Canucks just hanging out, I could just rape you if I wanted to. Yeah, right? He's like, we got a lot of woods up here. Yeah. Um, and then- A lot of things disappear. I'm the prime- I might be the prime minister one day. One day. And uh, actually, so last year in 2018, that got brought up again because of the Me Too movement. Yeah, I heard about this. And his reaction was that he couldn't even recall any interaction like that. That never happened. It was so long ago. How would I have ever known? They're like, God damn it, Justin. Uh, so, you know, he tried to jump into politics. He He kept kind of losing and then... He became uh, what's called the National Voluntary Service Policy. He made what's called the National Voluntary Service Policy for young people. Right, this sounds... That's literally the name of it. National Voluntary Service Policy for Young People. Yeah, okay. It's effectively like, hey, all young people, you should be voting. Right, that's what I was thinking, like Hitler Youth. Yeah, kind of. Uh, But he became the party's critic for youth and multiculturalism, which basically is his job is, are they overlooking the multicultural aspects, and the youth. Oh. Which he really is not good at. Oh. Because... Uh, I was about to say, that kind of sounds like a nice thing he's doing. Well, so he and his father are constantly trashed because they they go out of their way to take opportunities away from Native Canadians. Right. Um, and it's insane because the man who Pierre Trudeau fought against in the government over like the native oh, canadian relations God. yeah it was a it his was daughter oh. is now the one who's fighting against justin trudeau ah good family so rivalry these two families have been added against each other for a while this is pretty good this, but, is, um, this is this is making a good story so in 2015 with right. the longest campaign in canadian history justin won the spot of prime minister 
Stop. Uh, and when he was sworn in, he stated his first priority was to lower taxes for middle-income Canadians and raise taxes for the top 1%. Nice. He also promised to rebuild relations with indigenous people and to run an open, ethical, transparent government. Hey, that sounds like good you know, strides towards wokiness. I it assume, sounds I like Trump's exact promises. Oh, no. Trump wanted to build a wall, though. Have Canadians ever said build a wall <laughs> between Canada and America? No. Did you know that like three-fourths of our illegal immigrants are Canadians? But we they're white it. and they speak English, so we can't really tell. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Until but they slip into like, Canadian and we're like, get out of here, you Canuck! I think I think you could tell like if there's a Canadian immigrant in your neighborhood. Do they have do they buy a little bit too much maple syrup? Yeah, do they drive a Subaru unashamedly? Do they where do they always complain like, oh, this isn't cold. Where I'm from, it was cold. Do they elongate their O's? Sorry. Oh, about that. Yeah, do they constantly apologize? Oh, that's a good one. Are they avid fans of hockey, no matter who's playing? Oh, yeah, no. Like, anyone who's, like, it could be a like, fan of hockey should be reported to ice right away. Probably. But they got enough dealing with those kids. The slippery little kids, man. Yeah, slippery, it's hard to fuck them in the cage. Slippery little kids. <laughs> Turns out it's not. Um, but so... All right. So he was sworn just in at the end of 2017. Uh, what? Are we just going to breeze over that joke right now? Yeah, no. It was, it was a, it was, yeah, it was a good breeze. So, yeah, what, what's going on in this Canada shit? Well, so by 2017, right? like January of 2017, so about you know 13 months into being a prime minister, right? Canada's ethics commissioner began to investigate Trudeau because his family vacationed um, in the Bahamas on the private island of a man named Aja Khan IV. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Aja Khan IV, or is there? Well, he's the current imam and Aja Khan of Nizra- Nizari uh Islam. Oh. And so basically he's like the political and spiritual leader for the Shia people. In simple terms, 10 to 15 million people listen to everything this man says. And if he tells them to do something, they most likely will. So, yeah. I mean, what it did was it actually violated these four, four separate provisions. Um, of the Conflict of Interest Act. Yeah, but you know, like, you could look the other way. Four? It's only four? It's only four. He's also the first prime minister in Canadian history to actively break the law in office. And since Ooh. then, he's done it multiple more times. What is he, like, speeding tickets? Well, no. It's like trying to... He has, like, secret meetings with people, same way Trump does. It's crazy. Uh, Bilderberg meeting. He, huh? um... Like, I always thought it was insane that there were, that Saudi Arabia and other countries were pushing back against Canada, trying to say Canada is, like, this terrible country for women and everyone yeah. has no rights. I was like, why the fuck would that happen? Yeah, because you're it's like, because Canada, Canada was America. trying to get out of an arms deal. The country was. Yeah. Justin Trudeau loved the arms deal. Mm-hmm. And so he still supports the arms deal with Saudi Arabia, even after they beheaded and publicly hanged five gay Canadians for being gay and Canadian. Well, you know, I understand the Canadian part, but come on. Gay? I know. know. Come on. It's 2019. That's crazy. Oh, geez, yeah. But Canada sounds like a real uh, scumbag right now. But so there's a... There's a lot that he does. Like, actually, um, last week, he had the Canadian government Mm -hmm. spend $600 million... 
to bail out all major Canadian media. So now the Canadian government owns all major Canadian media. Why was Canadian media getting out of, well, they weren't making any money? No. Oh. American media trounces all over it. Oh, man. But, so like Canadian media was like, ooh, can you help us out there? And the government's like, ooh, sorry. And, and then the like, government's like, ooh, and then okay, Justin's we'll give like, you all the money you need as long as you always put on the programming that we're telling you to do. That's what the, B- the BBC is owned by uh, British. Yeah, I know. And now uh, all of the Canadian media is owned by the government. Oh, God damn it. Officially, as like of this point. Good thing um, millennials don't listen to the, the news. <laughs> yeah, not at all. We never hear about the news. Yeah. It's like what everyone fucking talks about. I hate people that talk about the news. I know. We're talking about the news. But, so, there is one other little tidbit about Mr. Justin Pierre Trudeau that we should really break into. What, JPT? What's wrong with JPT now? There are some rumors that have been circulating that Pierre Trudeau is not Justin's father. Oh, Michael Jackson's his father. Close. Uh, Fidel Castro. Well, that's just ridiculous. You think that? You know, like Canada and Cuba might be really close alphabetically. And in relations. They no, they're always not. supported and loved each other. Well, that's true. When I Pierre went to Canada. Trudeau was always yeah. about, he was all big into the, um, he was like, yeah, let's, let's work with communists because communists know what's up. Yeah, idiots. So. Socialists up there. Do you want to know about the mom? Ooh. Justin or Pierre? Well, you already told me about the mom. She got around. That she did. I guess we'll start so with the mom. I guess anybody could be his father, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start Maybe with the mom, right? Keith Richards? These Rolling Stone? are the quotes that Margaret Trudeau said about Fidel Castro. Margaret Thatcher Trudeau. She said, he is the sexiest man I've ever met. Ooh. And when they said, uh, the only other quote about yeah. him from her is, oh, what a charmer. You know why he's in power. He's got charisma coming out his ears. What a charmer. She was also a hippie, though. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so, And he's got a huge dick. There are actually uh, a pretty large score of uh, admitted affairs defer- uh, by Margaret Trudeau while she was married to Pierre for yeah. those five years. She had an affair with... Jack Nicholson, Ted Kennedy, <laughs> Prince Charles, Andy Warhol, Yevs Lewis, various people at Studio 54. Oh, my God. Uh, and the entire band of the Rolling Stones. Oh, this is during the wedding, during their this marriage. This is while she was married. Oh, the way that you said it earlier made me think that she was doing this before they were married. During the marriage. This during is the crazy. marriage. This is... And so December 25th, 1971, Margaret Trudeau gives birth to her first son of hers and Pierre named Justin Pierre Trudeau. Now, here's where you get kind of weird with things is, I mean, listen, I didn't do the math on this. I did not track this. I just. Yeah, no, I get that. So the last menstrual period and ovulation methods of discerning length of gestation. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is becoming a science podcast now. All right. Let me break this down in stupid people. Standards. NPR. Basically, the amount of time it takes for a woman to receive the cum and spit out a baby. Yeah. You happy? Gestation period. Anywhere from. 247 to 284 days. The days between April 12th, which is when Margaret yeah. supposedly had sex with Castro, yeah. and uh, conception period, and December 25th, 1971, is 257 days. 
This is somewhat on the low side of the range, but the study um, above is also kind of fuzzy based off the window of like, you know, the, the viability of the egg and the strength of the sperm and things like that. Yeah. So given the pressures of political life and also noting that Margaret's second son was also born on Christmas, it might be inferred that there was some sort of pressure or preference for December 25th date, but it certainly is in the correct range of a more plausible considering like the surrounding events. You ever notice that most people born are born nine months after their father's birthday? No, it depends. Like I, I, I did the math, and I did the math for a bunch of other people, and like it's usually a holiday of some sort. I know, like it like, worked out like seventy percent of the time when I did it. Yeah, I mean, it depends on who your parents are. Well, yeah, if they're just like There's fucking a lot of, all the time, but if they're just like boring couple. Well, I mean, if you're a November baby or early December baby. You're probably a Valentine's Day conception. Um, if you're early January, you're probably a St. Patrick's Day conception. Um, there's always the birthday conceptions, but also the Christmas and kind of holiday season conception. Yeah. You got Super Bowl Sunday conception. That's a really big one. Well, now it is. Like the Super Bowl wasn't that big. Like when you and I were nine you, months before born. Are you well, for me, me, but for you, yeah, probably. But for me, I say for me, like my fourth Super Bowl. Was Janet Jackson's titty flying in my face? No, I'm yeah, it, wasn't, was, it wasn't my fourth one, but yeah, it was when I was still pretty young. Yeah, um, I was I was in high school, if not past at that point. So, so I was able to enjoy the titty. That was a great titty. It really was. And um, like star or something on it. So here's a little bit about Pierre Trudeau, right? So 1968 to 1970, Pierre Trudeau was very open to negotiations with communist countries. And sought an independent foreign policy. Yeah, this is mostly driven by the practicality of Canada's agriculture, uh, so cows and wheat, more than the ideology which they share. So he had open dialogues with China and the Soviet Union for trade, which, you know, most of that ended up in Cuba. Cuba. Um, and, you know, this is the background to emphasize that Trudeau was plenty fine with talking with and visiting communist regimes. He went there all the time. What a cuck. So in the winter of 1969 to 1970, they, Pierre and Margaret really start dating and courting each other. Aww. And then in fall of 1970, Margaret was convinced to move to Ottawa and took a job that Pierre got her at the Department of Manpower and Immigration. Ottawa so is in Wisconsin. Closer to her. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, now in October of 1970, there is the terrorist crisis in Montreal. Oh, geez. What's now, that? There was literally terrorists that attacked Montreal. Did you oh, never hear about? I don't know anything about this. Oh, dude, it's a fucking nuts event. Oh. Um, yeah, Pierre Trudeau actually invoked wartime measures to handle it. Oh, shit. Um, but he was scheduled to visit Moscow during that time and had to postpone it. So Margaret was with Pierre when the main head of the terrorists that were in Montreal, this man Laporte, Laporte, uh, was killed and was presumably near or with him throughout the crisis, including when uh, the exile of the perpetrators to Cuba was oh. negotiated with Castro. Okay. And assuming that Margaret was party to the goings-on with Castro, she would have been enthralled as her previous uh, paramour, Yevs Lewis, a Frenchman, who uh, she lived with temporarily in Morocco, experimenting with drugs and sex. She actually described uh, him to Pierre as a revolutionary with hand grenades and weapons stored at Berkeley. Mm. So Berkeley University in California. Yeah. Um, October of 1970, the potential involvement with CIA 
um, and the Montreal terrorists kind of pop up, and they got their own graphic. But So, you know, they exchange the refugees, they exchange the terrorists with Cuba. Okay, like I'll give you five, you give me five. It's like, hey, we're tired of having this, just take them. Oh, um, we're done with them. And so, you know, Pierre and Margaret, they're they're going all around. They're going to Cuba to meet with Fidel. They're going to China. They're going to the Soviet Union. You don't. You and just meet with all the communists. March 4th, 1971, Pierre marries Margaret in a surprise secret ceremony. Oh. Uh, on, from the 5th to the 8th, Pierre and Margaret have a short honeymoon at Whistler Ski Resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then March 9th to the 26th of 71, Pierre is largely working, being cited in the House of Commons in the on the 18th, uh, in a big meeting with Metro Toronto officials on the 13th. John English, the biographer for Pierre, mm-hmm. uh, stated in an interview, he said, I was surprised how compartmentalized he was. It allowed him to be a very disciplined person as prime minister. So assuming that, you know, the newlywed time, they weren't really together because yeah, he was over. constantly in meetings. Yeah, he's, he's the meeting. So March 27th, 71, uh, is their first official public appearance together. It's at a place called the Maple Sugar Festival. Of course. Right? It's the most Canadian fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And the was media- Was there hockey there? No. no. It was all music. But the media noticed and took pictures that Margaret and Pierre were constantly kissing different people. Just like his, just like his son- so in, the, in 2000. So the rumors started to swirl, and it wasn't long before, you know, his proclivities were kind of questioned, and the fact that his bride was extremely young did not help those rumors. So April 8th, uh, there was very little reported in this theory that is that Pierre and Margaret had a 10-day second honeymoon over the Easter break in 1971. Oh. The trip saw them go to several Caribbean islands, spending the majority of the time in on Barbados and Tobago. On April 8th, they arrived in Bridgetown, Barbados. On the 12th, it is noticed that uh, by local media that Prime Minister Trudeau and his young wife have taken a private plane from mm-hmm. Bridgetown Airport to an unknown destination specified only as a nearby island. Now, notably, news stories specified the charter plane, not a government plane, um, and likely it is more, more than likely a meeting with Castro. Oh. Uh, who was crucial in the resolution just a few months before. Um, and so... What resolution? With the terrorists. Oh, okay. Now, this is more than likely the day that Justin is conceived. There are okay. a myriad of airports in the Caribbean within four hours of Bridgetown, Barbados, by flight, assuming that more than a handful are friendly to Castro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the 14th, they would have been in Tobago. Same with the 15th. On the 16th, Pierre goes to Trinidad to meet with Eric Williams. Mm-hmm. And on the 19th, Pierre and Margaret arrive back in Canada. Ooh. So he left her alone with Castro for three days. Like, hey, here's uh, here's my young wife. Don't have sex with her. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't have sex with you, woman. Don't worry. I have ice cream. So, you know, people are like, well, you know, who's to say, right? Who's to say that that could be Castro's kid? Yeah, because like she seemed like she was pretty fast and loose with a lot of people, so it could be literally any Cuban guys. And that's the thought, right? Is like kid. this ha- this should be like there's no reason for it to be Castro's kid. Yeah. So let's look at a couple different aspects, right? Okay. The best way to predict the height of a child. All right. Now there's really no proven way. Yeah, that's like because obviously yeah. there's a lot of different things that go into it. The popular example is you add the mother's height and okay. the father's height, uh, 
in either inches or centimeters. Then you add five inches for boys or subtract five inches for girls and then divide them by two. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. That's the common way to do it. Like, and my, if you, my mother is five foot, literally five feet tall. Yeah. Add that to my father, who is 5'7", and then add five inches to that and divide by two, you would get around 5'11", which is what I am. Okay. Well, so, I'll, either way, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll listen. Justin Trudeau is 6'2". Right. His mom is 5'6", and Pierre Trudeau is only 5'10". All right, so... So he's, like, three inches taller than his father ever was. All right. And he's, you know, about nine inches taller than his mother. Yeah. Now, Fidel Castro was 6'3". Fair so enough. way more similar to uh, Trudeau's height. Now, if you break down their faces, right? Now, this is... <laughs> There's some fun shit. Is there a gif of it? Like there's, his there's face morphing, uh, morphing into uh, Fidel's face. Uh, they do have those. I can show you it. But, oh, um, that one's. I, will, I like that one. That's probably gonna that, be on the Facebook. It'll be on the Facebook page. So he has. Uh, first off, their ears are shaped insanely similarly. Uh, they both have a downturned nose that is short and flat. Um, they both have prominent, deep laugh lines and high cheekbones. Um, and their teeth are actually quite similar, but more remarkable are the lips. They have very thin upper lip, which uh, shows you know full upper teeth, curling um, to the lower lip, which is flat. Oh, he's got one of those fish lips. No, it's kind of just it's it's like, this. It's that it's that really kind of trusting smile that Castro always had. Yeah, where you get the real big top teeth, and you notice the bottom. Dean has hundreds of pictures of. Justin Trudeau. Here's the fun Castro. one for you. Oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, that's a younger he picture of Castro. He looks just like Fidel Castro. Yeah. Uh, here's another fun one for you. But white people always look the same. Yeah, yeah, it looks, it's pretty convincing. Yeah, they literally have like the exact same facial structure. They've grown the same way too. So like there's a very young picture of both of them. I feel like Justin Trudeau, if he if he doesn't get reelected in uh, in Canada, should just should, go over and he be, should you should revolu do another revolution in Ca in Cuba, and take it over. Yeah, who's running Cuba right now? Is it Fidel Castro's cousin or something? I think it's his son or his yeah, I think uh, it's his cousin. Cuba um, shouldn't be a family business. So, November twenty sixth, twenty sixteen, was when Fidel Castro died. Oh, really? And Justin Trudeau issued the following statement. He said, It is with deep sorrow that I learned today of the death of Cuba's longest-serving president. Fidel Castro was, lar was a larger-than-life leader who served his people for almost half a century. A legendary, revolutionary, and orator, Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and healthcare of his island nation. While a controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognized his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people. Um... What? I know my father was very proud to call him a friend, and I had the opportunity to meet Fidel when my dad passed away. It was an honor to meet his three sons and his brother, President Raul Castro, during my visit to Cuba. On behalf of all Canadians, uh, Sophie and I are, offer our deepest condolences. Um, but here's a fun thing. Yeah, that's a crazy statement. Right? It's a, he's what? literally like, hey, 
Let's suck his F- ghost dick a like, little more. Fidel, Fidel was an awesome guy. Like, what the fuck? I, I can't, like, I don't know much about him, but I can't imagine Cuba was never been in a really good place. Wow. What would happen? Did you just learn something? The breaking news in the podcast. Yeah, breaking news. Um, Justin Trudeau died. Well, no, it's while, uh, while Margaret Trudeau was down in Cuba. Oh. You know who else was there? Richard Nixon. Jackie O. Oh, damn. They had a threesome, y'all. They could have. <laughs> oh, wow. We got to look into some of the Kennedy. Wait, wasn't there like a quote or something? Like a threesome quote or something with that? Am I just imagining this? I think you're just imagining this. I swear that there's like a weird quote. Like Jackie O or something said. like, Oh, yeah. It's crazy when you're in a threesome with uh, two First ladies and Fidel Castro. I know, right? Um, like, who's the real first lady to get uh, plowed? <laughs> um, wow. So, Snopes. When they when you look into this on Snopes, yeah, but Snopes is anti-conspiracy, so they really are. Yeah. Do you know what? Their entire answer to is Justin Trudeau the son of Fidel Castro? No, because we we know everything. It's a husband and wife team. Yeah, it literally says, of course he's not. Of course he's not. Why would he be? That's literally their entire answer. Of course he's not. Thanks, that, Snopes. That's a good answer. <laughs> like, uh... No, he's not. Here's no backing. It's like, uh... Good job, Snopes. Is Michael Jackson a monster? <laughs> of course he's not. He wrote, beat it. You know what's really interesting? Because I haven't watched this new documentary on on Michael Jackson. No, it's just pretty much what you already knew. But well, what I already knew is that the only child who ever said anything bad against Michael Jackson while he was alive, yeah, was actually on drugs. They literally put him under. They gave him anesthesia. They gave him what's called twilight anesthesia. Yeah, and they put him under. And while he was in a very suggestible state, his father answered all the questions being like, yeah, Michael touched my kid. Mm-hmm. No child. Even Corey Feldman said not, he said everyone in Hollywood would touch me. Yeah. Not Michael. He said Michael never touched a child. Well, there's more people that came came through. Yeah, there's two others who, are what, they're interviewed by Oprah? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah. It, I don't get, when we have the most outspoken molested child in Hollywood history, Corey yeah. Feldman, yeah, state that Michael Jackson would not touch him right. and was the only person who would not touch him. How the fuck are we now, oh, oh, well. Well, these other kids, they uh they're not kids anymore. Now that now they're about forty five years older than this, but they're gonna yeah. tell me their exact recollection of what happened when they're a child. Well, there's also pictures and there's a lot of video and there's evidence in the of, documentary. Of what? Of them having a good time at the weird theme shit. park that was his house? Like there's a lot of weird shit that happened. Like what wasn't weird about Michael Jackson? He was so famous and mentally crippled because he got famous at such a young age. 
that his biggest joy in life was a day that they shut down a grocery store so he could just try and shop like a fucking person. Oh, well, yeah, that's sad. But at the same time, just because Corey Feldman got molested by 100 people doesn't mean that you're making a fallacy. doesn't mean that Michael Jackson didn't molest other people. He just didn't molest Corey Feldman. It's yeah, not like that, that kid that, is so molestable. But that's that what I'm like, saying is that like the one and only person that for the last since all this happened that we've ever known about who has ever talked about this has constantly claimed, I guess until right now, yeah. that Michael Jackson had never touched him. It's like, why the fuck does this new information from the same guy who just changed his story he was telling for the last 20 years, why is that a big deal? Yeah, that's the part of the document that I don't get. Why? Like, like, like it's all like, it's why not does really any of it evidence. matter? But I did hear that. Um, that's that's probably my biggest question is why does any of this matter? I don't know. Just to make him look like a monster, I guess, after his death. I like it because from what I've heard about it, they go into a lot of detail. Like, like Michael Jackson would have these excursions for months and he would just like go into like the Maldonado household and he would just hang out. <laughs> In the house. They have, like, pictures of him, like, on, like, the carpet in his onesie, hanging out with the kid, just, like, <laughs> on their stomachs, just like, yay, Christmas. And it's just like, what, well, a that's... what a weird fucking guy. So the thing is about celebrity that normal people don't understand, and I'm not saying this because I've attained celebrity. I'm saying it because I've fucking absorbed all the information that has been put out personally by the hand of the celebrities I've enjoyed. Yeah. And most of the celebrities I enjoyed... Kim Kardashian, I know. No, the the celebrities I enjoy are very anti-celebrity. Right. And one of the big things about being a celebrity is you s- basically as soon as you hit that level of fame, uh-huh. you stop growing up. You are effectively that age for the rest of your fucking life because you don't have to learn to do anything else. Right. Because you can finally afford to pay people to do all the things you don't know how to do. And so for Michael Jackson, he was born into this. He was in the Jackson 5 when he could barely fucking walk. Yeah. And then they got him dancing. Then he went on a solo career, and he had the brain of a child. Fair enough. The whole time. That's why he would want exotic pets and roller coasters at his house and cotton candy machines and call it fucking Neverland Ranch so he could feel like Peter Pan because he was mentally a child. So the fact that he hangs out with people who are mentally the same age as him doesn't really scream rapist. It doesn't. Yeah. No, I it seems like someone who doesn't understand what's going on trying to grasp for something sturdy. And for him, he can't really connect with an adult. What's he going to talk about? Where did you go to college? Oh, I didn't. Where did you go to elementary school? Oh, I didn't. I've been on the road since I was four. How's your wife doing? Oh, I don't oh, have I, one. I kissed her once on television. Yeah. Oh, how's your how's your dad? Oh, I don't talk to him. He stole all my fucking money. Yeah. Is he still alive? Who? Michael Jackson's father? Yeah. No. Mr. Jackson? No. But I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Um, but that's the thing, you know, is that like, it's it's ridiculous to try and lampoon and really publicly crucify a dead person first off yeah that's stupid as fuck a person who cannot defend themselves is obviously an easy target which is what our world is coming to 
where we're just bashing dead people. I can't wait for them to, uh, to you know, put out a documentary about Mac Miller saying how he was abusive to Ariana Grande now that he's dead. It's like, what the fuck? First off, not true. Secondly, he's dead. Why do you care? Who's Mac Miller? The rapper who overdosed last year. Oh. Stupidly famous guy. Oh, XXXTension? No, that guy was not famous at all. I know more than I know Mac Miller. I doubt it. I could play like five or ten different songs. You'd be like, oh, this is Mac Miller? Oh, okay. And I'd be like, yes. That's Um, crazy. But like, it's just insane. Mm -hmm. Because no one's coming out and being like, oh, well, Prince once grabbed my crotch. I think that I should get some of his revenues. It's like, why? Well, he did grab my crotch that one time. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so scarred by someone whose name is a fucking symbol. Well, it was for a little bit. You know? Yeah. As guitar is the same symbol. Michael Jackson switched skin color. You think a normal fucking person does that? Yeah. Do you think someone who's mentally okay does that? Do you think they, like, peeled off his skin? They just replaced it? I think they just bleached it. I think he truly did what what Jesse Smollett was trying to do. Ooh, 16 federal indictments. Jesus, that's a lot of federal indictments. Yeah, it was 16 charges. But, I don't know, man. At the end of the day, we got, uh, you know, baby Castro trying to take over the rest of Canada. We got people in America trying to attack dead people. I think at this point, everyone just needs to sit the fuck down and read a book. About Canada? About anything. Just Uh, read a fucking book. Read something that wasn't made in the last 10 years. You know? We tried that on here with the fact book. It was all wrong. It was made in the last 10 years. It was all wrong. I looked it up later. Yeah, it's because it's a book about facts. Yeah, don't read about don't read about facts. Read about read about opinions. Yeah, Those re- are facts. Well, opinions they're more than facts. They change over time. <laughs> sure. Mine do. Good. Well, my opinion on Michael Jackson has still not changed. So uh, my opinion is still pretty uh, pretty steadfast. Uh, he's a monster, and I'm glad he's dead. Now they're gonna do that to R. Kelly. He's not gonna get away. Or is he? Who knows? Dude, uh, I don't like, know. anything I don't could happen care. in this wild wasteland. Honestly, I don't even care. <laughs> R-, 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 R. Kelly can do whatever the fuck he wants. Honestly, he's been doing it since the mid-90s. He's been doing it since he well, told us about it the doing, first time. Yeah, he's probably been doing it since like the beginning of his career. Yeah. And what was he doing? Oh, he was paying for women's entire life so that they could live without working and their only stipulation was when he was in town, they had to be with him. What a terrible job. What a terrible life. Oh, my God. How could he keep those women in a box like that? It's just so wrong. (laughs) It's just so wrong. I just can't stand to see women working, I guess not working, and still making shit tons of money and having a great life, but their only issue is that some really rich guy who pays for everything wants to see them. (laughs) (laughs) Put him in jail. Put him in jail. People should go suck dicks more often, all right? Prince. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Prince made Carmen Electra wear heels into the bed. Why? He's short as fuck already. He wanted her to look sexy in bed. Nice. Yeah, like, you think like when he was sitting from the back, he had to like stand up? Depends on how big the bat was. What? He's hitting her from behind, right? Yeah. Whoop. 
Whoop. I don't All know right. if he's a stand. Okay, okay, fucking what? What? Joe? Fucking, DiMaggio? No, the other guy. It was uh, not Joe fe- DiMaggio. Good fellas. Good fellas. John Pescatore. I don't know. I'm just going with Italian. Joe Pesci, yeah. Ray Liotta. <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Ray, Pesci. Ray Romano. You know Joe Pesci was a uh, childhood friend of Ricky Valley. Sorry, Frankie Valley. Oh, really? That's real mafia. Yeah, no, Frankie Valley was true mafia. Yeah, I know, yeah. Same with uh, old Blue Eyes, but yeah. No, uh, that's where Joe Pesci actually, he was like, he was working in New Jersey as a in a bowling alley. Okay. Setting up the pins and jumping away from the balls. <laughs> that's why he's so skittish. Yeah. No, his first job was good. having rocks hurled at him as he's trying to set up other rocks to get knocked over. Yeah. All right, hey, thanks everyone. I could ramble forever, but uh, we truly appreciate your uh, listening ship. And don't forget about that coupon for 23andMe. You get 25% off. Uh, 23andMe. That was a joke that we recorded before the podcast. It's true, though. It's true. You go to 23andMe slash wild slash. Steal my data. Exactly. Steal my DNA. Steal my DNA. Thanks, fuckers. Have a good night. Thank you for listening. Have a nice night.